Welcome to the Real Life Cooking Podcast. I'm Kate Shaw, and this week we're going to learn how to make cranberry coffee cake. The whole reason I'm cooking with cranberries in May is because I discovered a bag of frozen cranberries in the freezer the other day, left over from fall. I found this recipe to use them up without needing to thaw them. If I had more frozen cranberries, I'd tinker with the recipe and try to get it to work in a loaf pan but it's quite good as it is. For this recipe, you'll need a 9 by 9 pan, two large mixing bowls, or one large and one medium, and a small bowl. This makes it sound complicated, but it's actually not. First, turn the oven on to preheat, then grease and flour the pan. The initial recipe just said to grease the pan, but you'll get a better result if you grease and flour it the way you would for a cake. If you're not sure how to do that, Check out the zucchini pineapple bread episode from August of 2019. Next, measure the half and half into the small bowl. This can be a cereal bowl. It doesn't have to be big to hold half a cup of milk. Add the lemon juice and stir it in. Basically what you're doing here is making substitute buttermilk. So if you happen to have buttermilk on hand, you can use it instead of the half and half and lemon juice. Ordinarily, a recipe that calls for buttermilk or its substitute also calls for baking soda because soda neutralizes the acids in foods like buttermilk. But in this case, those acids give a lovely sour flavor to the bread that goes well with the citrusy flavor of the cranberries. Set the milk mixture aside. You may notice it getting kind of weird and clumpy looking, but that's fine. The lemon juice curdles the milk slightly giving it the acidic tang you want. Next, measure the flour, baking powder, and salt into a medium or large mixing bowl. Whisk it well or blend it with a fork, then set it aside too. Next, cream the butter and sugar together in a large mixing bowl until it's light and fluffy, then add the eggs and extracts. If you don't have almond extract, you can use a full teaspoonful of vanilla but almond really brings out the flavor of the cranberries. Now you just need to add the flour mixture to the butter mixture alternately with the milk mixture, just as you would for an ordinary cake. The batter will be thicker than cake batter, more like cookie dough. Once it's blended, you need to fold in the cranberries. Until now, you should have the cranberries in the freezer. You don't want them to thaw out because they need to remain frozen until they're in the oven. Measure them out now and toss them on top of the batter. But then, and this is important, mix them in as quickly as possible. You don't need to be careful with them since they're frozen solid and won't mush up. But as soon as they touch the batter, the butter in the batter cools and solidifies, which makes it stiffen and become hard to mix. The faster you can get the berries mixed in, the easier it will be. Once you get the berries more or less incorporated evenly into the batter, spoon it into the prepared pan and press it into the corners, smoothing the top down a little if necessary. You probably had more than two cups of cranberries in the bag. Take the leftover berries and press them into the top of the batter, or at least use a few handfuls of them. Then, if you have some kind of large crystal sugar, 
sprinkle a tablespoonful or two across the top too. This gives the bread a nice bit of crunch, although if you don't have large crystal sugar, you can just leave this off. I have turbinado sugar in little paper packets, meant for adding to coffee, but I only use it for baking. I know it's at least 10 years old because my mom bought a big box of it for her coffee, and she passed away more than 9 years ago. The sugar is still fine though, and every time I open a little packet of it, I think of her. Eventually, I'll run out and I won't know what to do. Put the pan into the oven and set the timer for 45 minutes, or a few minutes less if your oven tends to run hot. When the timer goes off, the edges of the cake should be browned and starting to pull away from the pan, while the center should look done. If it's not, put it back in the oven for a few more minutes. Set the pan on the stove or somewhere else where it can cool. After about 15 minutes, turn the cake out of the pan. It's ready to serve. The cranberries give it a lovely sweet tart flavor that cuts the sweetness of an ordinary cake, and they keep it incredibly moist too. It's perfect with coffee or tea. This cake keeps well for several days without getting even slightly stale, as long as you wrap it up well. You should keep it in the fridge instead of on the counter since it has fruit in it, especially if it's warm in your kitchen. It's a fairly dense cake, so you can take a square in your lunch without worrying about it becoming a little baggy full of cake crumbs. Thanks for listening. You can find Real Life Cooking Podcast at reallifecooking.blueberry.net. That's blueberry without any E's. You can find the recipe that goes with this episode in the show notes. Now, get out there and enjoy your food.